Hi, and welcome to First Bite, a nation's restaurant news podcast. I'm your host, Holly Petrie. Today is Monday, February 12th, and here are your top stories. First, menu tracker, new items from Starbucks, Jack in the Box, and Friendly's. See what chains across the country added to menus this week. Second, eight emerging restaurant chains that are ready for the spotlight. The 2024 breakout brands offer a variety of menu offerings and service experiences. Third, the new organization from restaurant executives, LEAD, invests in young emerging leaders. Co-founder Amy Hom, formerly of brands like Sweetgreen and Red Robin, shares how professional development for young leaders can reduce turnover rate. Fourth, Smoothie King forecasts 100 new locations in 2024. The privately held franchise brand says that same-store sales rose 11.5% in 2023. And finally, Flynn Group explores sale of majority stake. Sources tell Reuters that the potential deal could value the Applebee's and Taco Bell franchise portfolio company at $5 billion. Now let's dive deeper into a trending story from our website. We've spent a lot of time in recent years talking about chicken. Justifiably so. Demand for the protein surpassed beef as younger consumers in particular prefer chicken's health halo, versatility, and portability. But during all of this, a number of chains have been reworking their burgers, pouring time and money into upgrading the sandwiches themselves, as well as the equipment used to make them, ensuring their core products are top of mind for an increasingly sophisticated consumer who still very much loves beef. Among them is McDonald's, and when McDonald's makes adjustments, the industry is wise to pay attention. Other brands sharpening their focus on burgers recently include Red Robin, Jack in the Box, and Mellow Mushroom. For more on the story, let's turn to Brett Thorne. All right, Brett, so we've heard a lot in the burger space over the past uh, maybe year. So can you tell us a little bit about what is happening in the restaurant space that's a little bit new and exciting when it comes to burgers? Yeah, some of the big chains have reworked their hamburgers or introduced new burgers with different formulations than their other burgers. Uh, And it makes sense because it is Americans' favorite meal for lunch and dinner. We talk a lot, well, we have been talking a lot lately about fried chicken sandwiches because pretty much every chain restaurant introduced them either during COVID or afterwards, and they continue to innovate uh, on them. But we also love our burgers and McDonald's is the, the biggest chain and in a, with much fanfare has reworked a lot of its burgers. This is something that's been going on for a while. They uh, introduced or relaunched their quarter pounder with cheese using fresh, never frozen beef. Uh, and that formulation is still in place, but for their other burgers, notably the, their cheeseburger and their Big Mac, they uh, have made different changes. And, and it's interesting because they have the Never Frozen product for the Quarter Pounders, but they're still frozen for their regular thin patty burgers that go on their regular burgers in the Big Mac, but they've changed the way they're putting them together. They're uh, frying them more consistently by, by or not really frying them, but, but griddling them more consistently uh, by putting fewer patties on the griddle at once, six instead of eight. And they've gone back to the old approach of adding diced onions during the cooking process instead of when they're assembling the burger. So you're going to get nice caramelized onion flavor with that. And then another chain that, that focuses on their burgers, Red Robin, uh, whose full name is Red Robin Gourmet Burgers and Brews, uh, 
has reworked their burgers and they have gone to a smash style burger rather than a, a, a thick one. Uh, although actually their smash burgers are, are pretty thick too uh, because their previous burgers had to work on a grill, a conveyor grill that the workers would just plop the patty on and it would go through and then they had no control. They were like assembly line workers that didn't require skill. Now they're actually cooking the burgers and they got new equipment. They got rid of those conveyor belts and they have flat top griddles like McDonald's has, like a lot of chains have, uh, for smashing the burgers down. And this requires a little bit of skill to cook a burger consistently and properly. Uh, and they're hoping that this actually will help with retention in the kitchen because the cooks are going to be more invested in what they're doing. They're actually learning. And everybody wants to make a fantastic hamburger. I mean, it's certainly not a skill that is left in the office. You go, anyone who goes home is probably going to make a burger at some point. So so that's a, a they found to be an added bonus of reworking their burgers. And then Jack in the Box has taken a, a different approach of keeping their, their existing burgers intact, but they introduced the Smash Jack, which has a uh, looser grind, different beef. Uh, I mean, it's still beef, but dif different, a different blend from different parts of, of the animal. Uh, and they brought in new equipment for that too, but they won't tell us what that equipment is. That's a secret. And although it's called the Smash Jack, it's not technically smashed. It's more just kind of pressed down by a, a cold cover that they put on it. Uh, and then Mellow Mushroom also uh, moved to a smashed, smashed style burger. Uh, so this smashing seems to be the trend. Um, and, and for good reason, it, it creates a, a, a kind of crispy texture, more caramelization or Maillard effect as the scientists say on the burger and makes for what is an increasingly popular eating experience. Now, all of these new burger iterations or improved burgers um, sound like a lot more work. And we have had a labor issue in the restaurant industry for quite a while. So how have brands talked about that in light of these new menu items? Well, as I mentioned at Red Robin, they're, they're hoping it actually improves retention by getting people more invested in their work. Um, otherwise, the the labor hasn't been something they've discussed a lot, which could either mean that it's an issue or that it's not, <laughs> but and or and something they don't want to discuss. I don't know that it's going to require a lot more workers. I, I think they probably can manage with the same staff. And uh, I mean, they gave us a tour of uh, a McDonald's in Times Square and showed us how everything was working. And obviously when you bring the media in and give them a tour, that's not necessarily how things work in real life, but there were a lot of enthusiastic workers showing us how they smash their burgers, not technically smashed in the smash burger style, but they, there is a press that they push down on the burgers. They're also smashed and they're heated on top and bottom for faster and more even cooking. But that's something they've they've always done. They're just doing it better now that they're putting fewer patties on at once. What do you think the reasoning is behind this smashed burger 
phenomenon that we're seeing in the restaurant industry? Is there a need from consumers? Well, when I was talking to uh, Jack in the Box's chief marketing officer, Ryan Ostrom, he said that the inspiration came from burger trucks in Southern California that make a smash burger. And so I, I think there's a sense of more of a handcrafting artisanal quality when people are physically manipulating their burgers. I visited a smash burger once, obviously named for this style of burger, and they taught me how to how to smash a burger. It requires, you know, some pressure, requires a little muscle. It's good exercise. So um, I think there's more of a, an interaction with burgers when you smash them, and, and maybe that's something that appeals to the audience. Also, as I said, they're kind of crinkly, a little bit crunchy, good caramelization. And so, you know, that's a really delicious effect on a burger. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of First Bite. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new one. Until then, stay up to date with all your news on nrn.com.